This is Amy Pons, and this is Women Making Moves, where we celebrate the moves that women are making. Today, we are joined with Tara Robertson. Tara is a leadership coach and a diversity, equity, inclusion consultant. As a leadership coach, she helps underrepresented leaders in corporate careers go from underestimated and overworked to unapologetic and wildly successful. She is a certified professional coactive coach and an associate certified coach. She is an intersectional feminist who uses data and research to advocate for equality and inclusion. She brings nearly 15 years experience leading change in open source technology, communities, and corporate spaces, including three years leading diversity and inclusion at Mozilla. As a consultant, she partners with corporate leaders to help drive systemic change. Yes. Her work has been included in Harvard Business Review, Forbes, and other publications. Her client list includes MIT Press, Planet, Microsoft, MIT Technology Review, Crunchyroll, Openscapes, The Carpentries, Descartes Labs, Veris Analytics, Intercom, Beauty Counter, and Infrastructure Ontario. Yes, Tara, welcome. Thanks, Amy. I'm glad to be here. You're amazing. I want to, whenever I read all these bios, I'm like, wow, I need to spruce mine up. Will you spruce yours up? <laughs> I'm going to. I receive, I was, I receive your coaching. So um, (laughs) we're two excited coaches to meet each other. This is an awesome time coming. One of the things that I've been watching Tara uh, do this year, which I'm so excited about that we'll get into a little bit later is uh, this year's we're, we're both coaches uh, under the ICF and there is a conference here. uh, The ICF is the international coaching federation. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, the conference is being held in Florida this year, and Tara has done amazing work oh, around. Oh no! Oh, Florida! Oh, absolutely not! I unsubscribe. So, um, so we're going to get into that. So, Tara, what moves are you excited to be making right now? Honestly, I'm I'm excited to be making new friends. I just went to this amazing. I'm not sure how to describe it. It was a conference retreat kind of gathering in Palm Springs uh, for about 40 women and non-binary people. And I met the most amazing people. Um, We did a couple workshops together, but mostly we just hung out and got to bask in the sunshine and each other's company. Um, Yeah, it's hard making friends as an adult. And I'm just, I'm excited to meet new people and kind of come out of my pandemic I don't know cloak like it's it's been a it's been an interesting couple of years it really has and I am too it's interesting I've kind of gone into a cloak I'm trying to figure out how to get back out of the cloak because now with my business like I'm home all the time all day every day so I'm trying to do different things and branch out into Chicago a little bit so I want to talk a little bit more about your retreat because I also went to one in March and to your point it's um we we all just kind of went there there was no agenda we we none of us really knew what we were going to do but we knew we had to go and there it was a smaller more intimate group about 13 women and we sat and just held space for each other for three or four days and we did so much healing um like talking to our younger selves and our childs and just kind of moving through some of the really tough shit that we had been experiencing through life so far so it was gorgeous and to your point it is hard to make friends as adults but i am hopeful that i can call you a new friend um especially by the end of the podcast yes. thank you for sharing that you do so many amazing things 
not just Pride Month, but the year round. So there's a lot of content that I've been following from you lately, but there's specifically two things I want to talk about is we mentioned earlier the ICF conference and then also what's happening with trans rights right now. It's an astronomical number of legislature kind of out there right now around, I want to say 438 pieces of legislature against trans rights. So what are those two pieces of content? How do they tie together and uh, what's going on? Let's start with the International Coaching Federation Conference that's coming up in Florida. Yeah. So as a coach, one of my favorite things right now is to help people discover their values. So when you are living your life in alignment with your values, you feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Things feel great. You feel like you're living your life on purpose. And when either you dishonor your values or someone else steps on them, you feel pissed off, angry, frustrated, exhausted, and you can even burn out. So something didn't sit right with me. And my wife has been witnessing me on this coaching journey. So she's like, baby, what value of yours is being dishonored here? And I was like, oh, Oh, can't I just be angry about this? How dare you coach me right now in this moment? (laughs) Yeah. And I realized there's a couple of things. There's for me, integrity, walking your talk is important. So the ICF says that they value equality and they say they value things like that. But you can't host an in-person conference in Florida where it's not safe to be trans for sure or queer. Different organizations like the Human Rights Coalition have said, you know, don't go to Florida. It's not safe. The NAACP also said it's not safe for black and brown people either. So it became really clear. I was like, this is not in alignment with what I value as a coach. And initially, I was a little scared to speak up because I was like, oh, don't rock the boat. Like, you're new here. Don't piss people off. But once I saw the values misalignment, I couldn't not speak up. So I started by reaching out to some trusted, more senior coaches who I really admire. So Reem Labib Tyson, who's the co-founder of BIPOC Coaching Collective, Neil Edwards, who's an amazing leadership and executive coach, Molly Gordon, who's an MCC level coach, who's 69 turning 70, and Jeff Jacobson, an old friend who got me into coaching. So I reached out to kind of like talk, talk my discomfort out loud with these people and I realized I wasn't the only one thinking that and feeling that. And just the process of talking it out loud with some other really smart coaches, we're like, we, none of us can stand for this. And Molly also pointed out, like, it's not safe for immunocompromised people or people, some people with disabilities to travel to Florida and do an in-person conference. So we've been doing, like, we flex to be online. You, you're in Chicago. I'm in Vancouver right now. And it's like we're in the same room. We're able to have conversations we couldn't have before. So it's like, what's going on? We put out a petition and almost 700 people have signed already saying, I'm not going. And this isn't okay. But more importantly, we also wanted to say what we were standing for. So we encourage people to donate their registration fees to the scholarship fund for the future. And a bunch of us are organizing, I think, the first ever global coaching unconference that will be online so yay I want to go I'm going to that I'm definitely signed your petition and I'm not going to Florida so and and to your point I do still want something where we can all come together and say hi 
<laughs> I'm a coach and I'm human and I don't want to go somewhere where not everyone is safe. Well, and more importantly, like I want to connect with other coaches and learn and grow together. Like, so it's not about both what we're saying no to, but also what we're saying hell yes to. And I think like, if we think of the present and the future, BIPOC, disabled, trans and queer folks, and also coaches, like we are the future. So if we center the conversations that are currently happening on the margins, we're going to be able to push coaching further ahead more quickly and to be relevant to more populations. And I'm here for that. I am too. Snap, 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 snap. I'm so, I am here for that too. I read something interesting the other day. There's such a polarizing thing happening with humanity right now. And what's interesting is that coaches are filling in those gaps in the polarization. We're all helping each other, not only find our highest selves, but like each other as a squad and a support team to say, Hey, listen, you're not getting this from like the mainstream, what have you. I'm going to use workplace as a good example. The workplace right now, and I'll speak for myself, the workplace is in, in, in by and large is very broken in that we still lean on discipline, like the carrot and the stick kind of thing, rather than like being human and saying, Hey, are you okay today? Like, how can I help? And being like lending that support. And I feel that the, that's where the coaching community is coming in. And like, this is, we're busting at the seams by good reason, like that we're seeing this kind of disruption, especially after pandemic. It's like, we were really human heading into the pandemic, meaning it felt like, and I would love your thoughts on this. It felt like leaning into the pandemic, we were all like, let's, figure out whatever it takes to help each other as human beings. And then now after pandemic a little bit, everyone's like, all right, just kidding. Now do, do, you know, forget about all the things you did to like help your life uh, be better and like orchestrate your life the way that you want to design your life and come back to the office. Yeah. So when you said about the carrot and the stick for me, I want to make equitable futures irresistible. Having done DEI for almost 15 years, there, I've definitely been both the <laughs> the carrot and the stick. And I just want to, I'm here to build the future with other people who want to build. And I want to make it just so juicy that people will be like, I have no desire for anything else. Like, and the, the, the thing that broke my heart the most during the pandemic was that the window of possibility opened so wide. It was like, I don't know, a warehouse garage. Like we could have had anything we could have radically redistributed wealth really shifted who we center and how we build and for the most part I'm gonna say 98 percent 99 percent of people and organizations and companies we didn't do that no nope, the status quo and that breaks my fucking heart we had such an opportunity but there, we still have an opportunity and I'm I'm not giving up and mm-hmm. Kind of the, the the process of doing this petition, I've quickly found who the coaches are who value these things. And it's kind of like stars getting bright in the sky. I'm like, okay, I want to be in the constellation with you all. Like, let's go. Tara is the beacon. Tara, Tara is the beacon. I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I might be mapping this, but I it's it's more than one of us. And it's it's always about community and it's always about learning from each other and building together. Before I talked to Molly Gordon, I was like, Oh, it's about trans coaches. And she's like, what about people with disabilities? And what about those of us who became immunocompromised during the pandemic? And I was like, 
oh yeah, of course. How did I miss that? Like, so when we build together and build and move at the, the speed of the slowest person, we build something that everyone can access, everyone can participate in, and everyone can use. I say you're the beacon because for for me specifically, you were the beacon in that space. But like to your point, when we all come together, we're all the beacons. And like then as the beacons grow, it makes it easier for those coaches to come find us, the, our community, our people to come find us. Which is yeah, really- I see us as nodes in like this constellation. Yeah. Where I love it. Not- there isn't a, a hierarchy like no, no no kidding molly's almost 70 years old and has been a coach for a long time like i as a new coach i don't have the same experience um as she does in coaching and i have different life experience and different work experience and we can build together like it doesn't make you less than it makes yeah. we're all peers i may call the episode this the nodes in the constellation i love that that's i love that You said something earlier that was really beautiful that I want to resurface is you wish to make equitable environments irresistible. Yes. That's gorgeous. Mm, That's exquisite. So how does the petition and the work that you're doing with this, this awesome group of coaches, how does that lean into like what we're seeing with trans rights in general? Well, it's also pride month. So we're, we're recording on June 27th. It's pride month. Um, Libidiqua LGBTQIAA plus or in Canada 2S for two spirit. Like the the alphabet, there's so many different acronyms. I'll just say LGBTQ plus for brevity, but we really need to center trans and non-binary people's experience, safety, and inclusion right now, because that is where the attacks are happening. I think always there's been people punishment, social punishment for people who've stepped out outside of gender norms. So effeminate gay men or really butch mm, lesbians. But for trans folks, the, the, the laws that exist right now are making people illegal and nobody is illegal. So we really need to step up and step behind and have our trans siblings backs and sides and fronts. You said a couple minutes ago, like it's about everyone it is, but I want to be more specific in calling out like trans people, black people, other people of color, indigenous and first nations folks, like people with disabilities. Those specific identities are under attack um, and those specific people are under attack. So it is kind of for the liberation of everyone, but we need to be specific about which voices we need to center. And as coaches, like curiosity is our superpower. So being curious and asking and then listening on different levels to what people are saying. Right. Thank you for that clarification. I appreciate that. No worries. So what would you say to folks that are uh, still heading to the conference or, you know, cause I did see something that you posted one time, the petition was never to stop the conference. So we don't think we like realistically, <laughs> like we're not going to stop the conference. I know the work and the logistics that go into event planning and like the money and the the contracts are more important than people. Like that's what it comes down to. Um, what we were hoping to do is start conversations. And if the people who are going to Florida, like I hope they'll have conversations there too. Like about who's not at the conference, about what, like if it, if it was uncomfortable or what the messy middle is for them and like what the gray is. And Jeff Jacobson had an idea during the unconference to kind of host 
a conversation between the people who didn't go to the conference, the people who are at the conference and maybe the ICF to think about like, what do we want this organization to be? And what do we want our community to look like? Um, yeah, I'm curious, have, has anyone in your, in your group talked to anyone from ICF? You certainly got their attention, right? Or no? I, I messaged uh, a couple of people from the ICF early on um, and they stopped responding to me. So okay. Um, okay. Cause that would be really awesome is to somehow let's actually really talk. And the ICF Washington chapter, which I'm a member of, they've been doing anti-racism work for, for a while. They're not new to this. And they sent out a message to their members. And the ICF Vancouver chapter last or this week recently sent out a message. So, you know, it's making waves and ripples. I'm not here to tell anyone what to do. Sure. And as a coach, learning to not make people right or wrong has been a big part of my journey. <laughs> But for me, like when I saw that petition, to your point, it's not about right or wrong. It's like, but when you sent that, I was like, it was just like a hell yes for me that I'm going to sign this and I'm not going because not everyone, to your point, yes, to, to clarify the margins, like not everyone can go and that's not okay with me. So mm-hmm. you said that you want to start a conversation. Can you talk about some of the things, like maybe some of the, your like top cool conversations you've had since the petition and like what that's opened up for you? It's interesting. There's been some coaches who I, I don't know at all. who posted some really <laughs> powerful and eloquent things on LinkedIn that just kind of made me see a new perspective that I hadn't considered. Mm-hmm. I really respect Ann Farrell. She's a coach who helps coaches level up their businesses and work with organizations. I see that she's moving some her offering online that time. And I think that takes a lot of courage because like that that's her business. So I, it makes me really even more excited about the work that she's doing. And I want to participate in her online course. So I don't know. Values are everything for me. That's beautiful. Okay. So what would you like both your supporters and adversaries to know in regards to your work. And it could be either your coaching business or the, all the great work you're doing with this group. And again, not just about the petition, but like the larger movement, what would you know, what would you like all of us to know me as that who supports you, but also those who may not. It's funny when I saw the word adversary is like, Ooh, I like that. I'm like, I think queer, trans, disabled, Black, Indigenous, and other people of color, like we are the future. When you exclude us, your product, service, or coaching conference has limited relevance in the present and will not be relevant or useful in the future. So what about what what can I do more of as a supporter? So I signed the petition. What can I do? I don't know. Who do you want to be in this situation? Who do I want to be in this situation? I want to be on the front lines, driving true equity for all humans, any humans. So then what do you need to do? Have more conversations like this. I love that. (laughs) And, you know, and, and I think I can do more to get involved. I mean, that's one of the reasons I launched this podcast is to really amplify voices that are doing incredible work that we might not know about. And I want to keep doing more of that. I, I want to do anything to be more engaged, not just to sit and, you know, wait, but I like, I want to proactively go and do more things. I'm excited. 
<laughs> so Tara, where can we find you? If you're not following, following me on LinkedIn, I'd invite you to click follow. I post Monday to Friday. If you haven't seen the petition for the ICF conference, take a look on change.org. And it, we're running a global coaching on conference on, I think it's August 25th. So you can sign up for that. If you can put the links in the show notes, that'd be amazing. I will do that. So sign up for the unconference, go sign the petition and follow Tara on LinkedIn. I know I do. And that's how we, I mean, this is how this beautiful world works. I just, your post started catching my attention and then like Tara is someone I need to know. And that's kind of how I, this, this beautiful online community grows. So do more of that to everybody. So Tara, closing remarks, any, any advice, anything that inspires you that you'd like to share either to me or to the audience? Hydration is important. Drink some water. (laughs) Thanks for having me on your podcast. This is really fun. Tara, thank you so much. Tara reminds us to hydrate, drink water, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.